If you've come to learn, you have to be willing to receive. To be able to receive, you have to be open. To be open means to discard some of our predispositions, our prejudices, of what we think we know. Pastor Pete, if you're watching this, no. Pastor Pete likes to do that. Love you, Pastor Pete. We have to be able to let go of our predispositions, our prejudices, and from this juncture of this uh, message, this won't be your typical three-point sermon with the sub-points. Uh, we're going to go different places, but God's going to weave, tie this all in. And so I want you to be open. Can we do that? Be open to receive. There was a man in, a hosp in the hospital who was given the option who he wanted to operate on him. Option one was a surgeon who had performed many operations, hundreds if not thousands of operations. And secondly, he was given the option to go with the hippest and the latest uh, uh, guy that just came out from med school. He knew TikTok, Instagram, knew all the latest of the latest. And so he was asked the question, who would you rather have? Operate on you. He said, that's a no-brainer. Let me have the guy that has experience. Let me have the guy that has done so many, op uh, many operations. And so my question to you would be, who would you rather have minister and do surgery on you tonight? The reason why we don't euthanize the older generation or discard them is because they have this thing called experience, like that surgeon. As a matter of fact, we need to work together. The younger generation, the older generation, we need to work with each other for God to bring us to the level, for God to bring us to the plan that he has for you and I. We have to join our talents together True community. Listen, true community is full inclusivity and not partial exclusivity. What do you mean by that, Pastor George? Um... We can get to a place where there may be some exclu exclusivity and we're not including everybody. Are you following me a little bit? How we're branding Remnant Whittier. I speak, guys. I, I, I've, I'm not going to throw you my card, but some of you know my card. I've pioneered. I've done different things. I've moved eight, 19 times, man. I, 18, I think I'm going to be going 19. I, I, I didn't just fall off the grape truck yesterday. How we're branding Remnant Whittier, we need to be careful. 
Because Remnant Whittier, we both have the young, adult, young adults, the new generation, and the older generation. Remnant Whittier, guys, do not weave in or like Pastor George. No, the, the, the Remnant Whittier is just not comprised of the platform, the greeters, how we present ourselves through Instagram and Facebook is inclusivity of everybody. Because God has plans for you and I. I'm going somewhere here. Who felt? It's a conglomeration of both generation, young and old. This is why Paul says, 1 Corinthians 9.19, I have become all things to all men. That I may gain this one. The community that we're, that God is raising up here is going to be a powerful community. And God is taking us on a journey to his plans for our lives. And as we follow his plans, as we no longer just put ourselves as individuals uh, and we join forces, guys, this is going to be one powerful community. Title of this message is called God Knows. We're going to launch from a very familiar scripture, but, but hopefully we can bring out some new things for you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, we know this scripture. For I know the plans I have for you. And notice plans with a plural, not just one plan, several plans, many plans. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I've always personalized this scripture, and many of us have. When they preach, I know the plans that I have for you, we automatically say, God knows the plans uh, for me. And, we, and that's okay. It's valid. It's fully legal to say, yes, that's for me personally. But in context, contextually, Jeremiah was speaking to the whole community of those who have been exiled. How do you know, Pastor George? Well, read Jeremiah 29 verse 1. We, we've personalized verse 11 like, hey, I, God knows the plans for me. I know we, we go there, but listen to the context. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders amongst the exiles and to the priests, the prophets, and all the other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. He was talking to the whole community. So I want you to grab this. It is not just one person. It is just not one talent. It is just not one group. Uh, it's a community of talent inclusive of each and every one of us, uh, from the ushers to the audio, video, the media team, uh, the young adults uh, to the older ones. I'm telling you, God is raising up a, a powerful community, and God knows the plans, not just for you or you or you as an individual. God knows the plans for this community as a whole. Did you get that? 
That's an epiphany. God knows the plans for this church. Did you read that? It was for those who were exiled. Okay. Part of that plan, part of that plan is the trajectory of the Spirit of God wanting for us to move in the supernatural realm. Where the supernatural becomes natural and normal. Where we should be comfortable in accepting this. Again, put away your prejudice. Put away all those things. Well, I know we'll go there. I fully understand that there's a dichotomy when it comes to this issue, supernatural. Uh, do we really believe in that? Are we going to go there, Pastor Danny? And I know there are those that are saying, oh, I'm watching everything. There are those that are turned off. There are those like, come on, let's get this thing going. Uh, there's a dichotomy. There's like a separation. But if we would know the plans of God for this community, for this community, for this community, I, you know, I, I'm wrapping my head around this thing, and I, 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 maybe some were prevented to move in this type of platform. Perhaps the parents did not show their children. My children know that we move in the supernatural. This is normal for me and my family. Perhaps mom and dad never showed the example. Perhaps you yourself have not experienced it. Some are too heady for this thing. It's like, uh, that's sensationalism. That's, you know, that was done when the apostles were. Mm, no. Some are theologically capped out regarding this. Okay. Here we go. I'm not mad. I just preach like this. I'm sorry. Let me, you know, I said, Lord, you know, we can give them scriptures. We can give them, and they know, they've read it. But let me give it to you how God gave it to me because I have to give it to you how God gave it to me. I'm going to give you several illustrations, and I'm telling you, this thing is going to blow, man. If you guys are open and you remove all the prejudices and all the things that we think that we know. How many love our platform? We love our platform. We thank God for our platform. Thank you guys. Doing an awesome job. Um, Brother Eric, uh, where is Eric at? Love you, brother. We all do. And your wife, Drea. Brother Eric, when he plays the, the, the drums, you know, he's, he's a really good drummer. His percussionary skills are off the charts. But imagine our, our platform just having the drums. As good as he is, as well as he keeps the beat, as well as he fills it in. Imagine, just imagine that we just had the drums. And that's how some are. All you know, in a sense, just the drums. All you know is what you know, what you've been taught, what you've been told. And then we add on Clay and Brother George on the Drea, on the acoustic. Isn't that like so much better? It's like, oh, man, drums. And then on top of that, the guitars. On top of that, you add uh, Drea and George and anybody else that plays the uh, Look at all these amazing, amazing contraptions here, and it just, it just, it just makes when you add things, uh, it just makes every the community much better. Okay, hopefully you got that. And another one, just so you guys can understand 
what, what, what God is trying to do. God has plans for this community. Okay. Imagine, what, imagine your favorite color. What's your favorite color? Yellow, green, blue. And imagine this whole place just being your favorite color. That'd be like awesome. Like, yeah, yellow, blue, purple. But imagine when another color is added, especially the one on the opposite side of the spectrum. It complements it. And it's like, wow, that's nice. That's sharp. Then you add other colors. Like, wow, that's sharp. For some, you know, all you know is you're yellow. It's like, I, I, didn't, I wasn't taught that. I didn't know that. Well, there's other colors in the spectrum. One more. I'm serious. God's going to bring this home because God has great plans for this church. Um, what we need to do, what we need to have in our services from now on is we need to hear both the audio and see the video, the visual. I hope you get this. It's not just what you know that you've been taught and what have you. There's another thing. You need to hear both the Spirit of God, read the, the Word of God. You need to have both. We need to be moving in the supernatural. Um, play, play, play one of our announcements with just the audio. You do that. Good evening and welcome to church. Some changes are headed our direction. Youth is now available on Sunday mornings instead of Fridays. It will be located in the Royal Rangers room. Okay, ages cool. 30. Thank you. Don't know who that was. I think it was Gabby, perhaps. Uh, now, play it just with the video, please, the visual, without the audio. Good evening and welcome to church. Some changes are headed our direction. Youth is now available on Sunday mornings instead of Fridays. It will be located in the Royal Rangers room, ages 13 to 17. Stop. On April 10th at 4 p.m., our remnant sisters are planning an all-ladies beach day. Summer is almost here, so we want to make the most out of it while building community. So use this. Good evening and welcome to church. Some changes are headed our direction. Youth is now available on Sunday mornings instead of Fridays. It will be located in the Royal Rangers room, ages 13 to 17. On April 10th at 4 p.m., our remnant sisters are planning an all- The problem has been that some are just seeing the video, whatever that may be, the word. You know, I love the new generation. You guys are so passionate for the word. It's like, man, let's break this down. Let's have, our, let's have our meetings at Starbucks and what have you. Awesome, 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 awesome. But some of you aren't hearing the spirit of God. And there are those that are just all full spirit of God. You're like, you're just going all over the place. But then they're not seeing the word. And see how much better it was when you hear both the audio and the video? My trepidation, fear would be that we're going to miss out on what God wants to do as he's leading us to his plan. Um, the power has always been in the church. 
the fizz, if you will, the dunamis, has always been there. But the problem is it was capped off. The fizz is always there. The power, the supernatural has always been available to you and I, to this community. But uh, the cap uh, was put on. Uh, but we have uh, someone that is willing uh, to take off the cap. Uh, I won't do this to you, Pastor Joaquin, if you in the um, disciple church. Uh, I won't open it. But, but you guys can just imagine when we open this thing and the power comes off. Uh, and church, uh, when you and I in this church begin to realize it's just not the word. It's just not the uh, whatever you may be that you're used to. You have to have the audio and the video. Let me give you an illustration. I, I'm comfortable in saying this. I, this is my lifestyle. Way back, I don't know how long ago I was in Puerto Rico. Uh, we've already come back to take over uh, one of the churches over here. And my friend from Puerto Rico said, George, uh, I would like for you to uh, do a, re a youth retreat for us. And I don't like to, I don't like to put myself out there. But since he was a good friend of mine, I said, okay, John, I'll do it. And so I get into prayer and I'm praying. And I said, God, what would you have me to do and say to these uh, young adults? Uh, and in my spirit, I see video. I see this patch of grass, uh, uh, probably about this uh, footage right here, maybe even smaller. I saw it visually in my spirit. Uh, I saw it as a verdant uh, uh, a patch of grass, and I said, God, what does that mean? So he picks me up in Puerto Rico, picks me up at the airport in Puerto Rico. And for those that have gone to Puerto Rico, uh, who are the guys that are still remaining? Drea, you were there. You know when you, they open that door in, in the airport, it's like that, that heat just slaps you. Wet and nasty. It's like, oh, Lord. He picks me up. Then he takes me to his house. Uh, listen to this. And this is just one of the few that we all need to be comfortable with. As soon as I get off his car, I see the same patch of grass that I saw in my spirit. Right in his front yard. The same exact one. Footage and what have you. Square footage. And then I hear the voice of the spirit saying, okay, this is what you need to do. I want you to declare that this is going to be one of the best retreats that they've had. That there will be deliverances. Uh, that there will be salvation. Uh, and, and, and we declared it. And, and we held hands. Uh, and we declared it. We prophesied it. Uh, and I'll tell you, it was one of the best best retreats uh, that they've had and they, they've done many and this is what I mean. Many of us are missing out on the audio and the video because we didn't do it over there. So it takes us to a scripture that we know. John 8, 32, the Bible says, then you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. I used this before and let me bring it Perhaps now I'm getting to a better read of our community. Let me, let me read, let me illustrate this for you, that God will open up our spirit and our eyes. Then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. We've said this. You guys have studied it many times. Uh, the word know here, and as I said before, it's experiential knowledge. It's just something that you just don't know. It's something that you have experienced. It's an experiential knowledge. And the word truth uh, is the word reality. You shall have experienced this reality, and this reality will set you free. You know why I move in the gifts? You know why I allow God? Because that thing that I've read in the book of Acts, or the scriptures that I've read, uh, it's just not something that I just know and read. Uh, it's a reality in my life. Uh, how about you? 
when it comes to the supernatural? How about you when it comes to the moving the spirit of God? How about you when it comes to deliverance? What about you when it comes to casting out demons and oh, signs and wonders? Is it just words? Is it something you just know? Or is it something that you, um, have you uh, um, experienced it? Is it a reality? Or is it just truth? Young ladies, we have some young ladies here. You all know that when you give birth, uh, there's pain, correct? And you know that. But until you experience the reality, the truth, you just don't know it. Now it becomes a knowledge. Now you have the experience of giving birth. It's like, OMG. It's painful. The hours of pushing and pushing. But some of you, you know it, you know it, but you've not experienced it. You know, when it comes to the supernatural, you know, when it comes to the moving of the spirit, some of you know, you've read the book of Acts. You've been preached to many times. Uh, in the gospels, you've seen Jesus uh, casting out demons and healing the sick. But is it just truth or is it a reality? For some, it's just like, We do need to get healed in our soul. We do. I've been in this journey for a long time. So, you know the reason why we're not, we're still acting and behaving the way we've been behaving for many years is there's that part of us that God just needs to really touch and we need to give to God. Book of James says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper as your what? Soul prospers. So our soul has to prosper as well. Uh, I'm really shocked at times that some people don't believe in it or move in it. It could be perhaps that they just know. <laughs> they know the truth, but they haven't experienced the reality of it in their own personal lives. They don't go there because of some bad experiences, and I know there's some weird stuff going on. I know that. It messes it up for us, man. Whatever the reason may be, my concern is that we, as a community here in Remnant Whittier, may miss out on the trajectory that God is moving the church. Because he knows the plans I have set for you, inclusive of all, inclusive uh, of the Remnant Church uh, Whittier Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. Is this making sense? So the title of this message is God Knows. God Knows. Anything, get that in your system. God Knows. Have you ever tried to convince someone of your story, of what you're going through? And you're just trying to tell them. You're so like... You know, you're just telling them, you're just telling them, you're just telling them, you're just telling them and with, all the, with all the passion that you have, uh, and it just, they don't get it. Whether it be how you feel, whether it be how, what you're going through, whether it be your financial circumstances, like, man, I'm really, really on the red, in the red, and, uh, but they just don't know. You ever been there? They 
just don't get it, they're not getting it. Can I give you insight? Sometimes they ain't going to get it. As much as you say it, as much as you explain it, they just might not get it. These thoughts that I'm sharing with you come from the darkest moments of my life. I thank you, Remnant Whittier. I thank you for those that prayed for me when I had COVID. And when I try to tell you that I was dying, you'll never know. I was dying. I was literally dying. You prayed for me. Let's pray for Pastor George. I heard all the Bible, all the Bible studies were praying for me every Monday. Uh, and you guys as a, a community were praying for me. But you did not know that I was dying. I can tell you, I explain to you, but you'll never know. The pain, you'll never know the excruciating pain that I was going through. I would try to tell them, and some would go like the compassionate look, like, okay, you were sick, Pastor George. And some will go, because they don't know. You didn't know. I was going through excruciating pain. For those that got COVID and you lost your sense of taste and the sense of smell and you were done with it like in two days, three days, well, thank you, Jesus. I got sick in, on Thanksgiving Day. So went to work, Emma. Got hospitalized twice because the first time they released me because I guess I wasn't bad enough. And so I was going to ride it out at the house. And thank God for Pastor Danny. Pastor Danny said, he just popped out of nowhere like Wonder Woman. Remember on Sunday? Like, where you come from? He goes, Pastor George, I just really feel I need to take you to the hospital. Uh, and, you know, I'm the one, crazy irony here, I'm the one that won't go to the hospital until I'm dying. And I relented. I said, take me. My oximeter was going 84, 82. For those of you that know, you have to be in the 94s, 96, steady. Um, I was at that hospital. I was miserable. I, 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 even if I try to, again, even if I try to tell you, explain to you, you guys just won't know. But this boy was dying. I begged them after, I think, five days, six days, I can't take this anymore. Please take me out. I told Brandon, Brandon, take me out of here. Please tell him whatever, son. Uh, get me out of here. I'm dying in this place. I can't breathe. George could not breathe. Somehow, by the grace of God, uh, you know, they kind of let me out because I'd rather just die in my living room than die in this hospital. My son takes me to my house as about 110 years old. And remember, December, it was miserable. It was wet. It was cold, dank. And I'm there left alone for about a month and a half by myself, fending for myself. Thank you, guys, for those that dropped off uh, applesauce. Loved applesauce, applesauce, applesauce. Just give me applesauce. That's all I could take at that time. They didn't take a bath for like about four weeks, six weeks, man. I had the same clothes that I had in the hospital. And, like, and when I finally got to go to the shower, you would not know the excruciating pain that I was going through just to lift up my hand this way. I, my, my chest was going. 
<laughs> and the pain, you would never know. But God does. God did. The word excruciating is the word that Jesus went through at the cross. The word ex is the word out of, cross, crux, excruciating. Get it? When Jesus hung on the cross, he was hung on that cross. His feet were nailed, and he's here, hands stretched up. And when he can't bury, carry his body anymore, he would just slump. And when you're in this position, your whole chest cavity is just, you can't breathe. So what he would have to do is he would have to push on his feet. Imagine all the nerves that are being hit. Imagine all the nerves. Imagine all the, the pain that he's going through. So he would push up and just barely enough. And then, you know, the, the pain would be too much in the feet. So now he would slump down again. Can't breathe. That's how it was. Couldn't breathe. From here to there was so painful. From here to there, so painful. Had to train myself, George. <laughs> Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. From there to there, I, every day, I would go from there to there, go back to the bed. Next day, go a little bit further. Next day, go a little bit further. Next day, go a little bit further. All the time, you cannot breathe. I'll try to describe this to you, but you don't know. All right, Pastor, yeah, all right, get over it. I was dying, man. I was dying. I'm, how many believe that God is proud of you? Scripture says, when we get to heaven, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter into thy rest. Um, God's proud of you. And there's another person that you need to be proud of, that should be proud of you, is you, yourself. You need to be proud of yourself. I say this without hubris, without pride. I'm proud of myself. You would have seen me. I've got pictures of COVID and post-COVID. I was sucked in. Where I'm at right now to be able to speak, breathe, talk, walk. See, God wants to move in this church so profoundly, you don't even know. You don't realize He does. God knows. God knows profoundly how he wants to move. But some are stuck with yellow. Well, we didn't do that over there. I'll stick with yellow. I'll stick with blue. God wants to show off his power with signs and wonders. Mark 16, 17 to 20. 
Acts chapter 14, verse 3. Therefore they spent a long time there, speaking boldly with reliance upon the Lord, who was testifying to the word of his grace, granting that signs and wonders be done by their hands. You read this before. Is it a reality? Or is it just truth that you know? You know it. You read it. But it's not a reality. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 4. God also testifying with them, both by signs and wonders and by various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. And God also testifying with them, both by signs and wonders and by various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. God knows the plans for this church. Are you willing? Are you ready? Young generation, my heart is for you. What are your experiences in the supernatural? You know your word. Love it. Love it to the max. What are your experiences when it comes to the moving of the Holy Spirit? Is it just something that you read, you dissect, you cut it up? Is it a reality or is it just truth? Has this reality set you free that we can do this? Giving birth is messy. There can be times it can get messy. Altar is messy. But that's where we come in and we... There's decorum. There's things that we have to do when that takes place. So don't be afraid. Are we going to go there? And go, well, yeah, you know, you open this thing up and it goes all over. But, you know, there's things that we can do to avoid. Are we getting the picture a little bit? We can package this. We can package this a different way. Give you all kinds of. We can give you all kinds of scriptures with signs and wonders. Because you read them all, man. You know them. You've been. It's time now to get it, let it be a reality. Let me leave you with this. You have to go through what you have to go through to get to the place that you need to get to. Otra vez. You have to go through what you have to go through to get to the place that you need to get to. Moses had to go through the wilderness experience. Paul had to go through the road of Damascus experience. Jesus had to go through Via Dolorosa. Jesus had to go through the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus had to go through Golgotha for you and I to be where we need to be, where Jesus needed to be. And church, you and I, we have to go through what we have to go through to get to the place that we need to get to. I had to get through through five deaths in my family in less than two years and to have an NDE, a near-death experience with COVID, to be here at this place uh, to minister to you out of experience and uh, the Word of God because uh, I'm preaching to you the Word of God. Uh, just, it just, it, it's not this God that just came off from seminary. Music, please. Psalms 23 said, 
Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I walk through that valley. I walk through it by the grace of God, by your prayers. Isaiah 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Uh, the flames will not send you ablaze. Uh, NLT says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. You have to go through what you have to go through to get to the place that you need to get to. And this community of Whittier, we have to go through the growing pains. We have to go through park to park to, here we go again, park to park to uh, patio to the gym uh, to this uh, from what, 1.30 to 9 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Uh, we've got to go through what we have to go through to get to the place that we need to get to in the future. He's more lovely than I've ever known. More precious than the fire. Are the scriptures? When it comes to moving in the Spirit of God, having the liberty, is it just something that you know, that you've read? You've read it many times. I've said this. Tonight, we can allow the Spirit of God to allow Him to get it into us now, a reality. You know, when I was sick, I would sit in the back or in the middle where Brother Emmett is at. I just said, I'm not going in the front. I'm a fronter. I need to be in the front. But I'm not going in the front until I get healed. And uh, as I was in the back, and I would watch, like you watch everybody. I was watching y'all. It's so funny to me that when there's altar call for, you know, all the good stuff, People come, but when you make an altar call for something like this, people just stay in the back. They're either not interested or they got, like, you know, there's yellow. All I know is yellow. Well, there's brown, too. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Father, I've done your will. That's all I am. It's just, I'm a, it's a vessel to share your word. Then my part, no, you do your part. You, Holy Spirit, you do the, you do the convincing. Remove all the prejudices. Pre re remove all the things that we think we know. Now let that what we know become an experience, a reality, especially for this community. Because Lord, your word says, Jeremiah 29, very familiar scripts that we've read over and preached over and over. You know the plans for this community.